Always Loyal Podcast presented by Lucia Capital Group, official wealth management partner of San Diego Loyal. In soccer, you've got 90 minutes to win the match, but how much time do you have to reach your investment goals? The clock is ticking. Don't wait. Go to LuciaLoyal.com right now to get your investment plan started. That's L-U-C-I-A Loyal.com. D. Smith, it is season two, episode 17 of the Always Loyal podcast. What's coming up? Episode 17. Man, the time is flying by. Jordan Carruth, we have a match to recap, a match to promote, a new partnership to announce. And also, we're going to learn a little bit about the history of the San Diego Loyal Crest. All of that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Always Loyal Podcast. Cheers to that. It takes years of dedication to become a champion. Palomar Health's team of world-class doctors, nurses, and technicians work tirelessly to ensure that the health care you receive is second to none. Palomar Health, champions of health care, champions for you. All right, what is up, everybody? What is up? Jordan Carruth, we have a match to recap. San Diego Loyal 2, RGB, that pebble in the boot of San Diego Loyal 3. On a great, great Saturday night, result notwithstanding, at Torero Stadium, we have a partnership, we have a viewing party, we've got plenty to get to. We have a guest on this week's Always Loyal podcast, Jordan. Where would you like to start? This is the this is the sign of a well-organized podcast. When I literally ask you in the opening minute of the podcast, what would you like to start with? Because there's so many different things that you and I can discuss this week. So many things to discuss. Where shall we begin? Let's promote this off the top. The partnership with Ale Smith was announced this week, the official craft beer partner of SD Loyal. This Saturday, 4 p.m., you can go to Ale Smith, a watch party for SD Loyal, beer specials available, and the first beer is free. It's on the house, courtesy of SD Loyal. So go to Ale Smith, first beer is on SD Loyal. More beer specials beyond that, Saturday, 4 p.m. I think that's pretty cool. Welcome to the family, Alesmith. Oh, man, I love me some Alesmith. I was there recently for the basketball tournament. Jordan, when's the last time you stopped by Alesmith there in the heart of Mira Mesa? Fantastic spot. Great, great place to go watch some sporting events. They'll have some food trucks outside, I am sure. And did you say San Diego Loyal will be buying everybody's first beverage? Correct. That is what I'm told. If that's not true, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Blame Travis if it's not. Who will be buying everybody's second beverage, Jordan? Are you volunteering? Would you put your American Express on the bar and make everybody's Saturday even that much more doubly special? Will you buy a beer for everybody for every goal scored by San Diego Loyal? What can we get you to commit to? Darren, where shall we begin the podcast today? Where <laughs> shall we begin? Do you want to get the fun stuff out of the way? We, I do want to promote the fact that Patrick Cinco will be joining us coming up in the second segment. He designed the crest for SD Loyal. Big part of the story, big part of the history with the club, and whether you know it or not, has had a very large role and influence on what SD Loyal even looks like. You know, I remember when Loyal first announced its name, and then we got to see the crest, and they were handing out these cardboard placards. You know, they look like extra large index cards, Jordan. And I'm guessing that where you're podcasting from in your house, there's probably one not too far away. I know for me, from time to time, my office at home, every once in a while, I will come across that 
extra large index card looky thing that describes the crest in great detail. And I swear sometimes, even though you know why the colors are the colors from the top of the crest to the bottom of the crest and some of the details, you, you always forget one or two of them. So uh, I always am still awed by how much detail went into the design of the crest for San Diego Loyal. Because man, I'll tell you, like I said, every time I come across that card and I, I actually know where it is in my house, mm. right there on my cork board, Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. And like, you know, Tory Green and, you know, Orange and, you know, some of this. But, you know, even up to the sunset, the ocean, the roots, the tree, like all of that is just it really it reminds you how much work went into designing that crest. I want to know how much creative freedom he had. I want to know about the process. I want to know how far back the process goes. But, Darren, I think I really want to know which one finished second. Mm. What was what was almost the crest for SD loyal. What could it have been? What, how different could it have looked? Um, I'm curious about that. I wonder if he remembers what even finished second in whatever kind of process that was, or was he just given autonomy to come up with the crest and whatever it was that he submitted, they said, okay, cool. This is it. Or, you know, did they say, okay, we like it, but maybe, maybe it needs to go back into the oven. I mean, this is, this is an artist that we're talking about here with Patrick Cinco. So, Yes, I would I would be very curious to hear some of those details as well, because frankly, those are some of the stories that you can't hear enough. Even if you heard it and you remember it and you got better memories than the two of us, still just great to think about how much time and effort and energy and creativity went into that crest. By the way, speaking of that crest, did you happen to see Roger Bennett from the Men in Blazers podcast rocking the crest on an SD Loyal sweatshirt? on one of the videos that the Men in Blazers podcast website, social media handles put out there earlier this week, Jordan. Yes, I did see that. It was very good. He looked he looked great in it. Loves seeing the SD Loyal gear all over the world. Part of the story is Patrick Cinco. He helped design the crest. He is a big part of collaborating with Charlie, getting ready for each and every single season with new kits, the founding of the club, how much creative freedom did he actually have? What was that timeline actually like? And which one finished second? Patrick Cinco joins the Always Loyal podcast next. Put your values in action by doing your banking with Blue Peak Credit Union, a purpose-driven financial institution. Learn more at bluepeak.com. Official credit union of San Diego Loyal. Must meet membership and account criteria. Blue Peak? Blue Peak. Patrick Cinco joins the Always Loyal podcast. If you're one of the many people in San Diego who really enjoys what is put out from SD Loyal with how it looks and how everything is put together, I, you're going to be a huge fan of this person. You're going to be a huge fan of Patrick Cinco, who has a lot to do with the creative side with SD Loyal. Patrick, thanks for hanging out on the Always Loyal podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm stoked to be here. Let's take it back. We teased this in the opening segment before you joined us. You were a huge part of the design of SD Loyal's Crest. Before we dive into like the details and the whole process, like when did when did SD Loyal first reach out to you? When did you first come in contact with the club? Start yeah. to realize like, hey, this maybe we're doing something here. Yeah. So I was the uh, at the time the creative director at Red Horn Interactive in uh, in San Diego here. And our owner and founder, Reed Carr, at the time, was a huge soccer fan, um, really worked hard to really bring soccer to San Diego. So he and I were constantly talking about clients we'd love, we'd love to work with, what we'd love to build here in the community. 
you know, I mean, the, the agency he started was kind of grassroots. Um, you know, I moved down here, fell in love with the city and, and we were just, you know, really wanting to do something in the community. So uh, opportunity came around, you know, uh, Warren reached out to, to, to read. I mean, he constantly had his uh, finger on the pulse of San Diego soccer um, and, and basically just got that opportunity. So I think that was, I guess, 2019, which seems so long ago, but yeah, yeah. So really early on, didn't even have a name, but yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of came around. I was heads down working on W40, all these different clients and Reed came to me and said, Hey, you know, we have a, have a chance to help build a soccer, soccer team in San Diego. What do you think? And yeah, that was it. And then I kind of took it from there. And then all the way to the buildup, I'm sure you remember the event when everything was unveiled, the name, what yeah. the crest looked like. Uh, tell us what, what that day was like from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of work to get there, needless to say. You know, we worked with a lot of, a lot of great people throughout the whole process. You know, we took a lot of, uh, took a lot of input from people around the community. Um, you, you probably are aware of all, the, all that Andrew and the, and, the, and the loyal team did to make sure that uh, San Diego was heard. Uh, so it was great to see it all kind of come into fruition. I mean, it was, it was a hard brief to execute the logo for, you know, and, and getting out of my comfort zone, which typically is, is minimalist, really clean design. And, and they really pushed me to, 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 to really create something that embodied San Diego. So it was great to see all of those walks of life represented at the, at the launch event. So happened fast uh, and furious. But I mean, I couldn't have done it with a better team. They're they're just awesome. Yeah, a lot of layers to the crest, like you said. If you're if you're used to something just simple to the point, like there's there's a lot that goes into the SD Loyal Crest. You you really did dig deep for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I I I, te- I typically like to just be very simple and and really and keep it clean. Um, you know, starting my career in advertising, you know, there's a there's a a creative director named Lee Clow, who really just really challenged art directors to really simplify, keep it, keep it smart, keep it intentional. Um, there was just so much to try to capture and so many people and communities we wanted to represent. Um, but, you know, I'm happy the way it turned out. It, it, it really, uh, I think it, 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 it answered the brief, but more importantly, I think it, it represents, it, it really represents everything San Diego stands for, um, or at least, it, you know, we try to encapsulate all of that in, in a single, single crest. Is yeah. it a process that it's like a ball of clay and you guys are just constantly changing it? Or is it something that you're presenting multiple different ideas? Yeah. Yes to, yes to both really what you just said, you know, I mean, it, it really, you know, we always start these projects with a brief and, and what, and what you want to, um, you know, what, what, what do you want to get encapsulate in that, in that crest? And, and it was a difficult one, right? Cause you didn't want to be cliche. You didn't want to be uh, what was expected in San Diego. And you also didn't want to alienate any, any, anybody, you know, and there's so much history here between, uh, you know, Spanish and Mexican history and, and uh, everything that, that people assume what San Diego is. So, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was really, it, like you said, it, it was, a, um, it was a ball of clay that we molded. I mean, at one point, you know, we had a name we were, we were designing against and that changed midway through and that, that was nuts, you know, and, and, um, you know, so we, we pivoted and we started going through an, another route. I mean, it was, it was, a uh, it was a long road to get there, but, um, yeah, it, it was, it was great. So, yeah, I mean, we 
plenty of early sketches, but this was done really digitally. You know, I mean, as opposed to maybe way back when when I'd be sketching out pencils. I mean, it started there, but we, you know, we had to move fast. And and the way that the the group was reacting best to uh, reacting towards is really um, what were designs that really got close to to where we wanted to be, like actual actual design. So, yeah. I have to ask the name so. that you guys pivoted away from. Oh my gosh, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but uh, it's um, let's just say that. You know, let's just say it, it took a lot of consideration. You know, uh, there's a lot of guys involved in in some of our, uh, you know, the support groups that really helped come up with um come up with a name. It was it was great. It really is about California in general. But I mean, the reason I can't bring it up is just uh, you know, it ended up being a name that already existed in San Diego, or I'm sorry, in California. So it just mm. created some um, you know, it's something that we really just couldn't get around from a legal standpoint. But, uh, you know, I honestly, God, I, I really think it really brought us to the right name. You know, I mean, loyal to the soil really was kind of where we wanted to be at the beginning. And, uh, and it, you know, just, it, it, it was, a, it was, it was a fun path. I mean, it was fun at the time. I mean, we really, we really worked hard to get there, but yeah. How much during the process, how much creative freedom did you have? Uh, I had a ton. I had a ton of freedom. You know, I, again, it's uh, just a little bit about me. Like I grew up playing football, uh, row, like I did crew, I did volleyball. I guess the whole point was I was not a soccer player. Um, so I think I, I kind of, it, it was interesting to me because every time I have a creative project, I want to be authentic to, to what I'm working against. You know, in this case, uh, it being football or, or soccer. You know, so I really wanted to create something that, that was authentic, but at the same time was challenged let's create a crest that isn't your expected crest. Let's create something that, you know, that, that is true to San Diego, but also original. Uh, so, you know, some of their designs were what you would expect, you know, and, and for me, it was like, well, I'm paying homage to, 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 to the, to, to football and soccer and, and the historical aspect of it. Um, but that being said, you know, there, there was also a lot of encouraging, like do something different. You know, I mean, a lot of, Early design for me was, you know, I was doing surfboard logos, doing t-shirts designs for surf companies or got in college, my fraternity, you know, so it was, uh, yeah, I touched everything, all, all different kinds of clients from luxury cars. So yeah, this, this was a, this was a different, different approach. Um, yeah, they gave me a lot of freedom. They, they, they did push me in certain directions. You know, they wanted to, they give me a little bit of a feedback on, you know, on color. And a lot of that just had to do with what's out there already. You know, we didn't want to go brown and yellow, for example, for obvious reasons, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it, 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 they were great. Couldn't have been a better partners. It, it was just a fun, fun experience. And, and yeah, I look back on it and just have to be, just be stoked at all, getting all nostalgic. Yeah. I, well, thank you for no Anchorman references in the crest. I do appreciate that for not going. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I see that's uh believe me. I mean, it was it it was hard because you know I was pulling all I was running things by all 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 walks of life. You know, I had friends who grew up here from college, um, born and bred. You know, I had neighbors who were like, you know, he, here in the nineteen sixties and seventies, and, and and just trying to get it grasp on what San Diego meant to them you know I mean I have reasons why I'm here and uh you know that's why you know the, the name loyal resonated to me because it was just I don't know I feel like people who come to San Diego do everything they can to kind of stay here 
you know, it's a, it's a special place, you know? It, it definitely is. You touched on it right there at the very end for the creative side and the art side, like you really need to buy in as well to everything that's going on for you to put out a product that you're really going to be proud of. Right. Like it's not just, yeah, I'm sure you could put stuff together for any company, but I'm sure your best work comes from when you're in, you're invested and you believe in it as well. What about SD loyal really kind of, what about the club? What, what about them really brought up the best in the whole process? Yeah. Well, you know, first and foremost, just, coming to San Diego, I just fell in love with the city and the people, you know, I mean, my family and I, we're, we're about, you know, moved down here from LA, we were about to move to Hawaii, you know, we had different, different plans. And, you know, a friend of mine told me that uh, if I was able to make a work down here, I never talked about moving to Hawaii again. And, and it was the truth, you know, and, and I think what, uh, what really, what really resonated with me and helped me be passionate about, about the crest was, you know, this is just after, not just after, but you know, after the Chargers left and, and, uh, and the Padres weren't what they were today, you know, and, and, and I think, um, I think for me, just how much I felt connected to the community, uh, wanted to create something that was just, that really spoke. And I, I know it's not for everybody, you know, I totally get it. Um, you know, there are really soccer purists that, that always challenge it or whatever it is, but, you know, the people, that I was working with and what they convinced me that they wanted to build was completely aligned with my values, not only as a creative, but, but as a person, you know, and I think that's something that, you know, everybody involved in the organization really holds themselves to is, is what's true to what we're all trying to build. And, and Andrew did a great job, Ricardo did a great job of, of defining what that is. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's just, I don't see you see that in sports all that often. You know, that this was something that we wanted to give back and, and create an experience. And, you know, and what I do, uh, I always say, you know, the best brands behave and they do what they say they, they stand for. I mean, that's kind of clumsy. Obviously, I'm an art director, not a writer. But the point being, it's not just sitting on a soapbox and, and saying this is who we are. It's actually acting and showing who they are. And um, I think oil does that. You know, and, and, and from day one, working with Landon and everybody, they all they all wanted that. They wanted to do something different. Um, so, yeah. San Diego's fingerprints are all over that crest. It's it's ever, and your fingerprints are, are all over it as well. And what else are you involved in creative way uh, wise with SD Loyal? Obviously, we've been talking about the crest the whole time, but I'm sure yeah. it's carried over to other parts as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's just a. Uh, it's just fun. Again, giving back to the community. I got two girls uh, who play soccer. Well, one just moved on to volleyball in high school, but they were both um, huge soccer fans. So that was a big reason too, is, uh, you know, it's not often they can see what I do and connect to it. You know, they don't necessarily connect to WD-40 or, you know, or Jaguar, you know, whatever it is. They, they, they you know, so they connected to soccer. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, so anything and everything, what I do for them, I'm open to helping them out anyway. You know, uh, so kit designs, designed all the kits from day one. Um, so all the all the home away third kits, you know, we got another one coming. So uh, design those, work with Charlie um, and, and kind of consult on that. Um, for initially did a lot of the launch campaign work, all the stadium graphics, um, any type of branding and, and consulting. I work with uh, more design on the design side of it. You know, um, Ryan Berman, I don't know if you've, you've met Ryan yet. So 
Brian Berman's awesome. You know, we, we've, we've grown to, to develop a friendship over the years. So, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, he brings me in every now and then mostly, you know, he's mostly the, the brain behind the brand. Uh, but it, it's great. We collaborate quite a bit as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've never, it's an open door for me. So anytime I need something, you know, just give me a ring. I figure it out, you know, busy, but it's, they're always understanding. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite kit? I don't know. Oh man. I think, uh, I think last year's Tory kit was my favorite. You know, I really like that one. Um, it, again, they just kind of give me freedom, like you know, design. So, I mean, I design like oh gosh, I think like fifty. You know, there's so many. I've I have just like hard drives full of different design kit designs and and logos. You know, um, but yeah, th that that was probably my favorite. Um, the, the yeah, the Spanish tile one was great. Uh, yeah, the third I was just going to say, year. my background is probably something you designed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was in collaboration with, you know, with Charlie. I mean, the idea really started with, with Andrew. You know, he had this kind of idea of like, how, what if you did something with, a, you know, the Mexican tile? And, and um, you know, we kind of just, I just locked it in. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's, it was fun. It's just great to see this stuff out in the world. You know, I worked on, I've worked on some pretty big brands throughout my career, you know, um, like Apple, PlayStation, Dr. Pepper did advertising for a lot of them, but I don't think anything's been as rewarding as loyal, you know, especially just because it's in my, in my backyard and kids are stoked on it. You know, it's just, it's good stuff. It's, it's stuff that means, means more to me. Yeah. It's not, it's not so much the corporate side. It's much more like, this is, this is our community. This is my family. This is what crosses over and touches what I do right here in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. And it's That's, cool seeing it around, man. Like if you go to, you know, you go to Torero and see kids, dads, and their kids wearing the stuff. Like it's, it's pretty cool. How's life in Carlsbad? It's good. It's good. You know, we've been here, uh, gosh, for 13 years. Um, you know, we were up in Santa Monica, Long Beach for a little bit. Um, you know, I worked in LA for gosh, 16 years and it was rad it was awesome worked at some really good ad agencies um but just came down for a better quality of life went to carlsbad came down here um first job was in encinitas what brought me down here but i mean you know ocean life is just so much better here you know it's people it's just better attitudes nothing against la i mean where i kind of grew up but i don't know yeah carlsbad's cool kids are in high school or older ones in high school younger ones in middle school um, just got a good tight community. Beautiful. I love it. Congratulations on all the success. I definitely want to meet up, grab a beer in Carlsbad here very yeah. soon. Um, yeah, we'll talk sure. more shop. Uh, Patrick Cinco. Thank you for so thank you for hanging out on the always loyal podcast. We'll chat soon. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate what you guys do. You know, it's, uh, it's good to, to have the creative support. Um, actually, I did the all I did the the podcast logo too. So there's another gem. <laughs> there's, we wait to the very end to drop that. Very well done. Oh yeah, what a pro. Well, I was just thinking like, oh wait, there's still that too. There's no, that yeah, too. it's we love it. and everything. Yeah, I'm hoping to hoping to do a little clothing line one of these days. Talking to Ricardo, maybe do some product, but uh, it'll be fun. Well, if it's anything like everything we've seen so far, people will love it. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one. Take care. Our thanks to Patrick Cinco for joining the Always Loyal podcast. First time on the pod, a great appearance. 
and another opportunity for SD Loyal supporters to show out this weekend. We mentioned it off the top, the new partnership with Alesmith, a watch party coming up this weekend, Saturday, 4 p.m., beer specials, first beer on SD Loyal, and SD Loyal looking to bounce back and pick up three points, this time on the road. I forgot, Jordan, I'm getting a little bit older. What did you volunteer on Saturday, 4 p.m. kickoff, Alesmith? What did you volunteer for everybody's second beer? Um, I have a bunch of chocolate milk left over from the Corey Herzog days. <laughs> I'll make sure to bring that. I don't think it's expired yet. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, milk a couple of years later is always a great, great idea. What do we make of our last couple of matches, Jordan? We're 10 fourths into the 2023 season. Five wins, three losses, two draws. Surprisingly, two of those three losses coming in back-to-back -back matches at Torero Stadium. I was there on Saturday night. We consumed it two different ways. You were listening to the dulcet tones of Jack Cronin and Shannon Mack. Mm -hmm. I was there, a sellout crowd, which looked fantastic on a Saturday night at Torero Stadium. Loyal quickly fell behind, two goals to none. I think, I think the stat was RGV had three shots on goal at the break and had three goals. Loyal looked like it was going to climb in. Adrian Perez, what do you got on that? Shot or cross? Cross. Who really knows? Probably cross. a cross. That's a cross. Look like, like a 2-1. You're like, okay, cool. It's going to be one of those kind of nights here. It kind of feels like a like a funky night at Torero Stadium. It's a little chilly. And then, obviously, RGV, for whatever reason, continues to find success against Loyal. Goes up 3-1. Late penalty kick. Joe Benny Corona, I was right behind the goal for that, makes the hmm. final uh, three goals to two in favor of RGV. What do you what do you make of what you saw on Saturday? Um, I'm curious what the buzz was like inside the stadium. What do I make of it? Um, early on, it was it, it's kind of just like, well, what happened? You've given up two early goals. You're just not used to it. And that second goal, I just felt was pretty unlucky with the with the bounce, and kind of just set set RGV up for an easy goal there. Um, I was curious what the atmosphere was going to be like. And I can tell you, at least on television, the way I consumed it, it came across very well. Like you could, you could always hear the locals and they were, they were doing their thing. And on television, it looked really good. It looked like a great atmosphere. And for you who was actually inside the stadium, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was great. Even falling behind two goals to none at home. It had that, remember that that feeling, you and I have talked about this before. I think we might've talked about it last year at the end of the season. Remember that moment during the playoffs against Oakland where the club falls behind by a couple of goals at home and the whole play started waving those towels around trying to get in and inspire the club. And you're like, I, I was walking from one part of the Torero Stadium concourse to another. And that's what happened when the second goal went in here. Everybody's like, what in the world? We got a packed house here. Come on, let's go, let's go. And instead of feeling like the energy was getting sucked out of the building, it felt the opposite. And whether that had something to do with Adrian Perez and that amazing cross that turned into a goal, um, obviously we know the way it, it shook out. Yeah, I'll say a couple of things here, just, just from what I saw. Number one for me is I, I still don't think Alejandro Guido, we know him. I, I still don't think he's, He's all the way back. You know, he started, subbed off 60-something minute. Um, I, I still don't feel like, like with 24 matches to go, we're going to get, we're seeing the best version of Alejandro Guido that we're going to get and that Loyal so, so relies on. And, you know, the other one is Ronaldo Damos. You know, like there are some opportunities here where you're looking and going, okay, this is one of those kind of chaotic USL Saturday nights. 
maybe this maybe this will will play a role in in Ronaldo getting it going here and making his presence felt. It didn't didn't quite happen. Got subbed off very very late in the match, but just a, a couple of things. Again, we saw Nate go to the bench at half. You know, he Lots of changes. Bodily on and Conway on at the break. We saw that during the Open Cup match. So clearly, you know, he was not thrilled with what it was that he saw in that first half, even with the goal added. But uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it it was a bit shocking because one of the things that we we often think the club relies on is is getting a terrific performance from Coke Vegas and. Like you said, I, I didn't get a great view of that second one. You texted me at the time and felt like he was a victim of perhaps a bit of a bad bounce, but just a, just a funky night at Torero State, and the place was 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 ready to erupt. It just never quite got to that point where you you thought, you know, but for a couple of minutes, you know, that RGV wasn't in control of the match. Easy to take the season month by month when you're breaking it down the way that that we do on a weekly podcast. Looking at the month of May, we've, we've chatted about the fact that there's only four matches compared to the seven that were played in April. And you're hoping to pick up as many points as possible as things not settle down with competition, but settle down with how often you're actually playing. A uh, good start to the month, getting a win on the road at Orange County, coming up short at home over the weekend now. SD Loyal get the opportunity to finish out the month of May with two more matches on the schedule. They'll be on the road for both of them at Miami, and then they'll finish the month uh, at Oakland, which Oakland. is always, always tricky for SD Loyal. So not exactly easy down the stretch here in the month of May, but two more opportunities um, to continue to pick up points here, which it's still it's still very early in the season. What was, you said, 1034s? 1034s, 517s. 24 matches to go. And then on top of that, Jordan, as we get into the next calendar month, it will be at San Antonio. So next three weeks away, Miami, Oakland, San Antonio, Not Miami, easy. Miami, a seventh place club. It's a long trip. I know from experience, I have family in Florida. Miami can be a little tricky to, to get to. Uh, I, I wish them well in their travels. I think you can pull probably right in there to Fort Lauderdale and then back away the following week against uh, Oakland Roots, which is sitting in sixth in the Western Conference, and San Antonio, which is sitting third. For what it's worth, with the loss on Saturday night, Loyal drops to fourth in the Western Conference standings. Currently, it is Sacramento Republic. 21 points, Jordan, through nine matches. El Paso and San Antonio have both played 10 times apiece. They're at 19 points. Loyal, 17 points. Colorado Springs, Oakland, Monterey Bay, and Phoenix, your top eight in the Western Conference standings. There you go. And our next opportunity to go to Torero Stadium, not until June. Friday night <laughs> against Sacramento, June 9th. Friday night match at Torero, huh? Love that. We don't get and that opportunity very often. I kind of like that. That's at least four straight clubs currently in a playoff position. I think that's, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, just it, it, we know we're not playing with the frequency. But in terms of of what the degree of difficulty is mm -hmm. at the U.S. level, uh, USL level, you know, you're you're seeing that. So, yeah, it's it'll be a minute before we see Sacramento. That's always a fun one too on a Friday night. So, and then San Antonio again. So, you know, this is this Oof. is quite a stretch. This is quite a stretch for Loyal here. But we'll just Jordan. Let's take it one match at a time. One match at a time, Darren. That's what we're gonna do. We're also going to thank Patrick Cinco one more time before we say goodbye. Also. The, uh, the new partnership with Ale Smith, very cool. This Saturday, 4 p.m., watch party. Um, 
Miami taking on SD Loyal. Beer Special's first beer on SD Loyal if you show up to Alesmith, which is very, very cool. And Darren takes care of the rest, as, as he's told us throughout the podcast. So welcome the new official craft beer partner of SD Loyal, Alesmith. Love that. They do great work there. I do. I do love some of their, their spots. I love going into their brewery too. It, all the hops. You can smell all the hops. Definitely love smell that smell. Hops. And the food trucks outside. Outstanding. Outstanding. Love me, some, love me some food trucks. I know. I think I'd like to drive a food truck at some point. Where do you want to drive it? I just, I want to be nomadic and just okay. take my, take my food and take my potato Tor- truck and head out into the open road. How about Torero Stadium? Sure. Why not? There you go. By the it's way, excited to the tour. Uh, I got to give a shout out. I don't know the name of the spot. Now there's, there's usually all those eateries up there on the concourse, right? Where the fountain is. Yeah. And they've got a great truck that serves fantastic Mexican food. And you know, there's others up there, but if you go right down those stairs, right down those stairs towards the pitch to the right. Yes. There is a wonderful spot that serves plantains and rice and curry chicken. I don't know the name of it, but I, I crushed, crushed a small plate from there over the weekend. It was freaking phenomenal. Love that spot. They would always show up to the OB Farmer's Market every week. Oh, really? And I would make sure to stop by there. So it's very cool that they're available there at Torero Stadium. Love that. Love it. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah, you might get distracted. You walk in, you see all these food trucks, and they're all great, right? Like, you know, they have that one place, I think, where you can get, like, spaghetti and meatballs in in a hero or in a baguette or something, and it's just super unique. But when you go down the stairs, there's one more spot where you can go. As a matter of fact, I think they had a new spot open up at Torero Stadium this past weekend. So forgive mm-hmm. me for not knowing that one. We'll have to. And if you just do that down the road, if you wait by that tent before a match and just wait, I promise you at one point you'll run into the president of SD Loyal. <laughs> I promise yes. you. He's a busy man. Yeah, but he also loves that spot. I I understand why. I me too. Me too. I, I, I thanked him last time I saw him there for having You're talking me. about the curry chicken place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He and I both indulged on the same, did same you? dinner. Yeah, we did. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed the plantains, it. Plantains, boy. You just can't get good plantains anywhere. Unless you go yeah. to like Puerto Rico. So that's Luca. the only place I've ever had plantains. That's what I ordered Luca last time we went to a match. He crushed them. Oh man. Absolutely crushed. Best them. plantains I've had since I've been in, in Puerto Rico. Boom. How about that? How about that? Darren, we'll see you at Ale Smith this weekend. Chat soon.